previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. It was something that had to be done. <laughs> if not me, who? Right, so. Well, thank you for everything. I mean, thank you for your service. Thank you for. <laughs> yes, for you your know, bravery. Representing the Littles. And yeah. Your bravery. And, right, exactly wow. what I did. That's what I said. I'm here representing the Littles. Oh, that case, come on in. Right oh, here. well, come on in. Yeah, we'll get you right up front. We'll let you hold the Bible. That's right. That's right. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. We've got Chuck and Roxy back with us. Hey, you two. Hi. And happy, happy Mardi Gras. Now, did that sneak up on you? Because it snuck up on me. I mean, we had valentine's day a couple days ago and all of a sudden here we are mardi gras now have either of you two ever been to mardi gras no always wanted to yeah nope i've been to new orleans many times and oddly enough every time i've been (laughs) to new orleans it's been in november it's just the way it happens right and you were not lying because i was just about to say funny enough i've been to new orleans with you one other time Uh at what i consider in my opinion there's three i'm well look i'm we're not from new orleans so we don't know for a fact but in our eyes, there's three crazy, crazy days to be in New Orleans. Yes. One is Mardi Gras, obviously. Yes. Two is New Year's, which yeah. I have been. Okay. I've been nice. to New Year's for nice. Mardi Gras. Nice. Yeah, we won't go into that. And it was the first time I literally walked home and the sun was up and I was like, oh, this is bad. Um, <laughs> and then this, the, the other one, Chuck, was with you for Halloween. Yes. yes. Halloween. Oh, Absolutely. So, so end of great. October, early November, you are correct. We were there, I believe it was Music Man, Chuck. Yes, that was Music yeah. Man. You remember what costume you wore, Chuck, for that of occasion? Chuck, it's the same one I wear. I wore my Charlie Brown shirt, <laughs> Chuck. Hello. And, Chuck, and I'll I never think forget. The, I think you wore the the sheet that you cut all the holes out. No, no, Chuck. That was that was Orlando 2004, Chuck. Oh, okay. oh How's that for weird? How's that for a memory? No, I did. I wore. I put the sheet over the truck. I wore the Charlie Brown shirt, and it was because our friend Allison called me out. She's like, you wear the same thing every year. You can't do that this year. <laughs> so we, we were actually going to a Halloween party, so I literally then, okay, so I took a sheet from the hotel room. I think I can say oh, that no. safely now. They won't catch me. And I cut all these <laughs> holes in it like Charlie Brown did on the episode, and I just wore it over me with all these holes. I, don't right. know, I thought it was pretty funny. I thought it was pretty clever. Chuck, do you remember what you went as that year in 2004? I remember your costume. Yeah, I went. As, didn't I go uh, as the guy in the shower? Yes, from Karate Kid. <laughs> from Karate Kid. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Oh my god, that was an amazing. That was a tough costume. one. <laughs> that was an amazing costume, Chuck. I'll never forget that. That was that amazing. was hard to walk around in. Remember, I remember trying to get in the elevator with that thing. <laughs> like I had to get down on my knees so it wouldn't. Like, oh god. Hit the I, top. I don't remember that, but so anyway, New Orleans, and I'll never forget because I was dating someone at the time, and it took her like an hour and a half to get her costume. She went like as a fairy or something. It took her literally like an hour and a half, and so we're walking down to go to Beale. Is it no? That's Memphis Beale Street. Uh, what what street is it? Bourbon. Bourbon Street. Thank you. Everyone's yelling out to me, Yo, Chuck. Hey, great costume. She was so pissed. Because it literally took her hours to get ready, and she's like, no one likes my costume. Anyway, TMI, let's get the show started. We're going to start with a shout-out to Garth P. I, I, it's at Garth Sapper GP. I don't know if that's your last name. I apologize. If, but Garth, you're our 200th follower on Twitter. So I, Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We've, Party we've, on, uh, Garth. <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> That's amazing. 200th follower. Now we're already above that, but you were actually number 200 because I was literally watching it because we were so close. I was so excited to hit 200. So everyone out there, follow us on Twitter. Loyal Littles Pod, at Loyal Littles Pod. Follow us. I mean, I'm not sure what that gets you, but I feel like it should get you something. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> maybe a golf ball from the Masters or, I don't know, a terrible Ooh. towel from Pittsburgh. Or, I don't know, maybe a chatter t-shirt. Or, wow, ooh, I like this swag. Maybe some, maybe some barbecue sauce from Emerald City Catering, right? I'm just saying. Anyway. <laughs> take of, any of that. <laughs> Chuck will take anything. And speaking of Emerald City Catering, I mean, this I had to read. This was posted. And I, Littles, I swear to you, we were not paid to say any of this or anything like that. I stumbled across this on his catering Facebook page. And I just, I just need to read this to you. Beginning in March, we are making some changes to our pay-as-you-may meals distribution and format. More details will be announced in the coming weeks. We at Emerald City don't want anyone to go hungry, so come in and take out a dinner or few. Pay a dime, pay a dollar, pay a dozen, or simply pay a compliment. To be clear, it's free. If you can't afford it, no judgment. No one goes hungry if we can do anything about it. If you would like to help, hashtag feed forward, you can find us at, on Venmo at emerald-city-oz or PayPal Emerald City Catering. Littles, I normally don't do that kind of thing. That just amazes me. It leaves me almost speechless, which is, never happens. But for them to do stuff like that and just make sure no one goes hungry, I just it just blows my mind. And I felt like I just wanted to read what he wrote. It wasn't an ad he wrote for us or anything like that. Just Littles Helping Littles. And speaking of Littles Helping Littles, we haven't done one of those in a, about five or six episodes. So we want to do another one. And we were thinking here, why not do it for anyone? So Littles, if there's something you think that you would like people to know, we, we've been taking from the people that have been guests on the show. And I was thinking about that. Just because you haven't been a guest yet doesn't mean we can't help you if you're in need with a little helping little moment. So email us, wtfcpodnet at gmail.com. Let us know, and we'll try to get you into the next Littles Helping Littles advertisement segment, whatever we call them. I don't even know what we call them, Roxy. What do you call it? I mean, that sounds good. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's important. And as always, Steve, bravo for all the work you're doing in the Milwaukee area. I mean, that's just, it just blows my mind. It's incredible. So it really is. I need, I need a tissue <laughs> again. <laughs> <laughs> and now we have uh, our tiny little suggestion we're going to do right away. Follow the Summer of Littles on Twitter. Now it's actually follows, it's the Summer of Littles 3.1 on Twitter. The It's at Littles Summer 2. That's at Littles Summer 2. I didn't even know that existed. It's a group, I guess, created for the Summer of Littles. I haven't been able to look at it yet, but I just stumbled upon it. So I followed it and thought that would be our tiny little suggestion this week. Follow them because they're going to have probably all the information you need. Remember, save the date, August 7th, 2021 if you can come to new york city maybe we can also get sully from boston to lead the beer intervention that apparently the loyal littles podcast needs okay listen <laughs> uh-oh roxy's roxy's got something to say here <laughs> okay that's fine but i like sam adams that's it it's just what i like <laughs> i drink other beer but sam is my go-to roxy's my drunk so <laughs> sorry not sorry <laughs> in case you didn't know, we're in a pandemic, okay? Yeah, so it's liquor yeah, eases the pain. <laughs> Whatever eases I'm actually, the pain, right? I'm taking a drink right now. Good for hey. you. All right, let's get out of here. Let's get to our guest. It's going to be a fun time. We'll be right back with Meet the Littles.
Is it your hair as it glitters in the sunlight? Perhaps you smile when you smell that rose. The way you walk as you move up to kiss. We are being played in this week by Lainey Boldy. And this song is called What Makes You Love Someone. And this was produced at Buffalo Stack Studios in Beacon, New York. If you want to get in touch with Laney Boldy, you can reach him on his website, laneyboldymusic.com. Let me spell that quick. It's L-A-N-N-I-E-B-O-L-D-E-M-U-S-I-C.com, laneyboldymusic.com. Or you can reach him via email, and that's laneyboldymusic at gmail.com. Or he says you can just look him up on Facebook. And as always, we'll play the entire song, What Makes You Love Someone, at the end of the podcast. Is it the way you look at the children? Your loving eyes as you touch their face? All right, all you loyal littles, it's time for your favorite segment and ours. It's time to meet the littles. And boy, do we have a fun one for you today. Please welcome to the show, Suzanne Nichols. Hi, Suzanne. Hi. Suzanne, normally what we do is we normally turn it right over to you. You said you've off air. You said you've been listening to the podcast, which is great. But unfortunately, we weren't able to do that this time because Roxy would not let me even start the podcast without asking. She has a question for you. Very important question. Um, So what is your kitty's name? (laughs) Okay. So... I'm oh, telling you myself a little bit here. So the kitty on my on my Twitter, the, the one that's looking down the stairs at you, her name is uh-huh. Joey. She has a sister, Rowena, and we got them from the shelter about a year and a half ago. Oh, and then wow. the, one that, the one that's like laying out on the chest on my on my Twitter, so so my like background photo or whatever, that is my cat Tux that I brought back from Alaska. And that <gasps> was the- <laughs> so Multiple well, kitties. this was uh, interesting because I asked Roxy, you know, we always try to do this. We like to do some homework for the podcast. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some people call it stalking. And so I told her, I'm like, oh, you can look because, you know, sometimes Roxy's like, can I help you out? And she's, I'm like, well, look, here's her, here's her Twitter. So she gets to Twitter. She couldn't do anything else. She's like, she has a kitty. She's like, yeah. she was so obsessed <laughs> with this cat. And I was like, okay, you're supposed to be trying to find out other stuff that we can ask questions. And she's like, but she has a tuxedo kitty. And you yeah. call her Tux? I, we have two tuxedo kitties, so both Jody oh. and Tux are tuxedo kitties. Gotcha. Oh, that's that's yeah. adorable. So, well, okay, Ra- I am just, I've been looking at, there's a rescue company, whatever, you, shelter, whatever you call it here in the city, and I'm following their Instagram, and just every day I'm going down the rabbit hole of just pictures of kitties nonstop, and I, right? I just, as I- As soon as you just, start looking for a kitty, then- then you want that's it that's my life (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so one of these days listening to the episode where you had the mouse in your apartment so I was I wanted you to come on and 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 let me know um if you found a way to sneak a kitty into your apartment not yet (sighs) not yet I'm really trying to think of okay well could I tell the landlord our the lease is up in I think June could I say listen it's really important that I have a, a cat you know if you mm-hmm. can't allow there are dogs in the building so it's not a building thing it's a landlord thing and she owns our this apartment and then I think one other in this building so now that I know that it might be a, a her thing 
I Mm -hmm. might be able to use that as a way of, look, we're great tenants here. We haven't had a problem. Yeah. We might have to move if you won't let us have a kitty and see what she (laughs) says. So you're going to threaten her. I see. (laughs) I Um, mean, you know. It's leverage. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the worst she says is no. And then we figure figure it out. I would probably stay here. But it's important in my future to have a have a kitty cat who can help me out with right. you know but everyday Roxy, life you know you're up to update the littles you haven't had any other problems right that was no. just the one time right it was yeah just so, the okay. one just yeah. the one time yeah okay so yeah. okay well Suzanne I mean, yeah. now the bad news is for all the other littles is that's all we got. We don't have any other questions. So you're going to have to take over from here. No, we have, we have a few more. But Suzanne, why worried, don't you start? <laughs> why don't we start from the beginning? Why don't you tell us all about yourself? Because a lot of littles probably don't know who you are. I just learned a very important fact about you before coming on the air. So take us back. Tell us who you are, where you're from, and whatever else you want all the loyal littles to know about you. Okay. So I grew up in Kentucky, went to the University of Lowell. And then uh, graduated and went to Purdue for graduate school, got my PhD at Purdue, lived in Indiana for about 10 years. And then I moved to Alaska for two years, taught at the University of Alaska at Anchorage, and and then moved back to Kentucky for a couple of years and then moved to the D.C. area, where I am now a physicist contractor with Homeland Security. Wow. Okay. Wow. Also, I, I, I... in between, I lived one summer in Boston and I lived one summer in New York. So Whoa. the summer that I lived in Boston was actually 2004. So wow. that was a good summer to live in Boston. Sure <laughs> yes. <was>. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. But I moved to Purdue by the time they actually won the series. But yeah, that was that was a big year. Okay. Wow. Okay. So much to and, dissect there. But of course, the curiosity. When? What year were you in New York? Since we lived. Uh, the year before, 2003. Okay. So. I had um, like a summer research job there and my school, University of Louisville, knowing that I that I had that I was in like a like an honors program thing. And I wrote a grant for me to be able to go see shows on Broadway. So they gave me a thousand dollars and they said, go see as many as you can. And that was a really great opportunity that I had. I saw early modern Millie. I saw Rent. I saw just all sorts of stuff. Wow. Um, yeah. Well, That's amazing. Thoroughly Modern Millie was definitely one of my favorites growing up. I actually saw it twice. Once with Sutton Foster and then when she left, once with uh, it was Susan Egan at the time. Definitely Foster. awesome. And yeah. I'm not sure that you like it because there was so much tap dance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're kind of getting sidetracked, but that's okay. So what was your favorite show? Did you have a favorite out of that summer? Did see Thoroughly Modern Millie twice, for sure. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. Amazing. That was, that was my favorite. And then, yeah. yes, I grew up watching live theater. My family went to the Canadian Shakespeare Festival every year, and my brother was actually a Shakespearean actor in Chicago oh, wow. for a long time. So. Wow. Oh, wow. Fantastic. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Trying to okay. dissect that well, a little. Well, so what, what was your major in college? Physics. It was physics. Okay. Great. Yeah. And is that something you always wanted to go into or was that something you discovered in high school or? When I was in my year between freshman and sophomore year in high school, I went to nerd camp. And, <laughs> Love it. Uh, Wait, you have to go a little more because most people call that theater camp. So what, what do you <laughs> consider nerd camp? Um, so it's it's a three-week program. The, the acronym is VAMPY but it's verbally and mathematically precocious youth, which is super pretentious. So we just call it nerd. <laughs> wow. 
intensive and you take classes. So I took one physics class there and I took one chemistry class. And I got back from the physics class and I told my father, dad, I want to be a physicist. And he said, no, sweetie, you want to be an engineer. <laughs> but wow. I showed him. That is so, so funny. So I'm guessing Big Bang Theory was one of your favorite TV shows. Actually. No? Were they, was it totally wrong? Are you going to tell me like, no, I fact-checked no, 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 no. every episode? I'm not going okay. to tell you that, but the, the physicists on it are kind of insufferable. I don't know if you noticed. Uh, and well. so, so like none of the physicists in my department liked it, but all of the secretaries on our department loved it because they right. have to deal with physicists every day. And they're like, yeah, you guys are just like that. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's that <great>. is awesome. <laughs> okay, so I'm trying to remember. Okay, you went quick. So, all right, Alaska. How what yes. was that like? How did that happen? And it was beautiful and wonderful. I lived in Anchorage and uh, taught at the university there. I taught physics and astronomy. They have an amazing planetarium, and it was a beautiful two years. Um, summers in Alaska are amazing. Sure. Uh, it's, it's beautiful sun and you can start a hike at like four in the afternoon and not yeah. be worried the sun's gonna set on you and oh. in the winter it's cold and dark but i kind of like cold and dark so oh all right so you're enjoying lot. the weather right now is what you're saying <laughs> yes <laughs> it's just so, northern virginia and i am having an amazing time okay now to. i have a question I know you can see them in other parts of the country and in Canada and all of that. But being in Alaska, I feel like it's a little more, I don't know, to me, a little more special. But the Northern Lights, did you get to see them? Oh, yeah. Like, what was that like? (laughs) It's gorgeous. So they're not as easy to see in Anchorage. If you go Mm -hmm. up to Fairbanks, that's the best possible viewing. And they are just really gorgeous there. You can see the greens are kind of the most common but sometimes you can even see purples and reds i love that it's it's really beautiful and then so the night that i left alaska so i drove back from alaska with my cat Mm -hmm. and the first night that i had driven basically across the state and just crossed into canada was actually the best night that i ever saw northern lights wow that's a dream for me to go up there and see them that would be a dream yeah. yeah, we definitely had tourists that went up there that in the summer where they were like, I want to see the Northern Lights. And I was like, I have bad news for you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that's good to know. Uh-huh. Wow, Slight miscalculation. Yeah. Right. Yep. <laughs> so now if we can, let's shift this a little bit. How did you get introduced to Tony and how did all that become and how long have you been listening? All that kind of stuff. Okay, so my ex-husband, John Lorenz, we're still on good terms. He will be very happy to be mentioned if he listens to this podcast. I don't know. Is he going to be jealous? Um, (laughs) Is he a little? He is a little. He's the one that got me in. And Ah. at the time, I was really reluctant because I don't watch PTI. Like, I have seen PTI, but Mm. it's too frantic for me. I don't enjoy (laughs) it. But he told me about Tori Clark, basically. Uh And he was like, you would really love listening to this part. So then I listened on days when Tori was there and then I started listening and I started listening and it just became my favorite thing to listen to. So, wow. So he transferred you from a tiny to a little, that's exciting. Very true. Wow. So I go back to the, to the De- Donovan McNabb on the Washington professional football franchise. Wow. Uh, days. Okay. That is, that is how far back I go. I that's did not far. look up 
that was to to see. Uh, off the top of my head, I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to know, but it's 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 a good ways. You've been a l- yeah. little for yeah. a while. It's a while. So it's a while. So I started listening to Tony, and then there were a few things that I kind of like moved my life around that were weirdly connected. So I came to visit my friend in Washington D.C. before I moved to Alaska because I knew I wasn't going to be able to visit people for a while. Right. And so I came to see her, and um, she let me use her oven. And I made two pies, one for her and one to take to the show. And so I took it to the show when they were still on 980. And Tony let me in and I got to to sit and listen to them record the last couple of segments. And he said that Nigel had to try the pie and make sure it wasn't uh, poisoned or anything. uh, That was really great. And on that same trip, I drove through Pennsylvania and I loved loved, loved, loved Robert Berg's jingles. He's still like my favorite Mm -hmm. of the lyricists of the jingles. So Mm -hmm. I had followed him on Twitter and and asked him, I was like, uh, can I meet with you when I drive across Pennsylvania? Because I'm I'm gonna be going through Pittsburgh. And he was like, uh why? But he 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 agreed to meet with me and we had a lovely dinner and just kind of hung out and talked astrophysics because he's really interested in that. And, Uh um, and yeah, so that was kind of a a weird thing that I did that was before I could go to jingle fests or anything and, and meet people that way. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Well, good for you. That's really cool. Reaching out like that and just, (laughs) he's like, um, I'm a weirdo. I'm a a weirdo. I have a few more little related stories and that's okay. So when I interviewed for my current job in DC. I had the job interview in the middle of the day. And so of course I went to a podcast taping at Chatter that morning mm-hmm. and I was really excited and I got to meet Tony and I, I talked to him a little bit and I told him I had a job interview. And then the next couple of days when they offered me the job, I of course sent in uh, an email that was like, uh-huh. by the way, <laughs> I got the job. And he even, he was like, Michael, do you remember her? She was just here the other day. And I was like, oh my gosh, you remember me? And then when I moved here for the job, it was actually the week before Jingle Fest. So I ended up last minute being able to go to Jingle Fest. And I didn't even have any furniture in my apartment. Like my bed frame was in the back of my Jeep waiting to be transferred to my apartment while I was in Jingle Fest. That's and that's great. where that, I met Claire and Jamie and Rob and Dwan and all the all the littles. And Leon Harris gives the best hugs. Just, oh, just as a, love as me as some as Leon. And, and now you're bearing the lead. You're a member of the trivia team. I am. I was when yeah. there was a trivia team at Chatter. Mm. I was a regular for a little while before they ended up closing. But yeah. uh, I still fully expect to play trivia with all of those goofballs again soon. Oh, that would be great. Absolutely. Might be sooner than later. Just putting that out there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. So Jamie and Rob were moving across the country and Jamie and I had talked on Twitter a bunch and she contacted me probably to be like, can we crash at your place for a night or whatever while we, while we're looking for something. And I immediately sensing that like there was an opportunity here. It was like, please, please, please move into our basement and stay as long as you want. And so while they were looking for a house, Jamie and Rob uh, ended up staying with us. Wow. Oh my gosh. How cool for, is like, that? For like a long time, like a couple months. So oh, wow. Was, so I, cool. I, I didn't know about bringing it up because neither of them mentioned it. But, you know, that's like 
that's like the dream is to have Robert Berg and Jamie in your basement. Yeah. <laughs> just comes up and says random things and then, and then randomly disappears. And Jamie is just like lighting up the room whenever she's in, you know? So right. it was, it was wonderful. It was great we can to have imagine. them stay with us for a while. We look so, so forward awesome. to hopefully meeting them someday. We really do. Cause yeah, I Fair mean, all was. these, all these littles that we are, you know, just it, it's every weird. Every single it's like, one of you, like just good yeah. people. We And we just, it's weird because you start getting to know them and that was the whole point of the podcast. So that's great. But then it's almost like you feel like your friends and, you know, and you want to yeah. check in on them and stuff like that. And yeah, it's been, it's been really great. That, that would be amazing. Well, that I mean, so cool. we still have the basement. So if you guys do ah. come <laughs> as you can sit with us for as well. Ah. <laughs> Oh, that's sweet. That is so sweet. Well, Thank you. <laughs> we have been saying we definitely want to try to get down for a jingle fest. If yes. If and when. Mm-hmm. I know this year's was supposed to be in Nashville. And actually, we have a connection in Nashville. My family, my dad and a couple of my sisters moved down to Nash- the Nashville area. Mm-hmm. So I was even thinking like, ooh, maybe I could still make it. And because I've never been to one. So I'm dying to get to one. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. So, okay. Well, you said you can stick around, right? Oh, for sure. Okay. All right. So let's take a quick break because I got some other questions for you, but it's going to take a little bit. So let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with Meet the Littles. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast. Before we took the break, you were telling us this great story about how Rob and Jamie were living in your basement for a while while they were getting transitioned. Now, some of our listeners might need to know this because we had Jamie on a few weeks ago when the chefs made the Super Bowl. So was she there during football season? Yes. Okay. Yes. For what was that of... like? <laughs> well, it's nice to have insurance. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, she wouldn't she wouldn't throw things, but she's like kinda can't watch when other people are around. Yeah. Like <laughs> like we had red zone and we were like, Jamie, come upstairs and watch. She's like, oh, I don't think I should. <laughs> Yeah, she's she's very, very invested all the time. Now, I I feel okay saying this on air because she has totally admitted this. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not like we're telling the listeners nothing she hasn't already told us. But it's fun to get the perspective of of another little who actually witnessed this besides Rob. Because Rob's really just like cool, laid back, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. (laughs) He just, they balance out. So when they were in the Super Bowl, we had planned to go to Jeff's to watch the Super Bowl and Jamie was invited and I was like oh are you gonna go and she's like no I can't watch the Super Bowl around people is this Jeff Stevens you're talking about Jeff Stevens yeah oh okay great And, and so I was trying to text Jamie and she wasn't answering and so I was texting Rob and he was like no it's everything's bad over here like, don't, don't try and talk to her. And, um, and then finally, like, when things were looking a little better, she was still like, no, I'm not going to, like, she didn't believe it until it was zero, zero, zero on the clock. Oh, so yeah. talk about that. We interviewed her a few weeks ago when they made the Super Bowl, and this was after the game, and she still wasn't convinced that they couldn't switch the the outcome somehow. Like, yeah. oh, I think the girls are still going to win. I'm like, right. like, nope, Jamie, you're in. Congratulations, you're in. So... <laughs> Anyway, oh my God, that's great. So, okay, so this will be a little interesting because you, so you, you're from Kentucky, mm-hmm. you went to school in Indiana, Alaska. If I'm doing my calculations correct, now I know you live in Virginia now, but all of those places do not have like a major league baseball team, football team. So, where do you have a favorite sport, favorite team? Uh, okay, so you are discounting the Indianapolis Colts, who did have Peyton Manning when I lived oh. near New York. 
I, I, I failed. I failed. <laughs> Sorry. However, well, you know, it's funny when I say Indiana, in all seriousness, when I say Indiana, I think Hoosiers, I think, I think basketball and sorry, my, my apologies to Peyton and those great Colts teams, even though my saints beat you in the Super Bowl. but that's a whole nother story. Go ahead. That was, that was actually a great year for the Super Bowl (laughs) for being on the campus at Purdue because it was Mm. Drew Brees, Purdue alum. Oh, right. Versus, Versus Peyton, who like most of the people who go to Purdue are from either the suburbs of Indianapolis or Chicago. So it was very much like everybody was super into the Super Bowl that year. That's cool. Gotcha, gotcha. It was really cool. Oh my gosh, yeah. it must have been amazing. So is football your favorite sport then? No, I grew up loving basketball. Okay. I got I got to answer college basketball. Sure. My, it's my favorite sport. And Absolutely. by the way, there were a few episodes ago where you were like, hmm, I don't remember why I don't like Duke. I know exactly why I don't like Duke. Okay? <laughs> I grew up in Kentucky. I remember where I was when I saw Christian Leitner hit that last oh, second shot. Right? Yeah. I remember who was in the room. I remember what I was sitting on. It was just devastating. So that's why you hate Duke. So, yeah, hate but Duke. where in Kentucky were you from? From Louisville. Okay, so are, so are, were you a Louisville fan or a Kentucky fan? When I was growing up, my brother went to Kentucky, so I started off kind of more of a Kentucky fan, but then gotcha. I ended up going to the University of Louisville, so I ended up You're more a of a, a Cards fan. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, I've really stuck with the Cards. That's oh, prostitution scandals aside, like that's a good yeah. that's a good program. Yeah, absolutely. And mm-hmm. I remember it was Danny Crum, right? Was the coach? Denny, yeah. Denny oh, Denny Crum. Right, right. Yeah, I remember that team when they were in that championship game back, gosh, that had to be, what, early 80s? Mid-80s? Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I don't know why, but that one sticks out in my head quite a bit for some reason. Yeah, I, I went to the Final Four the year that Louisville beat Michigan, and that was uh-huh. also the year that Kevin Ware's leg exploded. Ooh, Ooh, right. Yeah, but he was okay. They ended up winning it all that year, and yep. I got to go. It was in Georgia, and it was amazing. Wow, that must have been. Yeah, I'm a huge, huge college basketball fan, especially for March Madness. It's one of my it's the favorite. Those first four days are just so it's amazing. So good. Yeah, it's just yeah. truly amazing to watch. And you you literally start at what is it, 10 a.m., 12 p.m., and then you just go until like midnight, and it's just mm-hmm. nonstop. And there's really yeah. nothing like it. So uh, one it was of really the best sad. things about living in Alaska is that sports are on right when you get up. Right. Like people don't think about it. If your if your NFL game doesn't start until one fifteen on the East Coast, then like I just roll out of bed in Alaska yeah. and like football is on. Now, but yeah. on the, but on the other end, isn't it a little weird at seven or eight o'clock at night if you're on the West Coast, like California, there's no Monday night football on. It's already over. Isn't that, that a little is, weird sometimes? Yes. And I Especially I if you grew up on the East Coast, it's weird. I you think. couldn't watch Monday night football because I was teaching the lab. But no, for someone that grew up on the East Coast, I got to be honest, it's always so weird for me. Like when I'm touring out on the West Coast, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the getting up, rolling out of bed, and then there's the games on. And uh, that's really cool. But it does get a little weird, like when you're used to after my show or after whatever, that I get to go out and long over. You know, it's really odd. No, I totally know what you mean. It's, it's, it's really interesting. Uh, so here's a quick question. What is the one thing that Tony does that drives you the most nuts? Ooh. Good question, um, right? Okay. Yeah. So I don't know if you're familiar with the jingles as like individual jingles, but Brad Weiss did one that was called Let It Be. That was mm-hmm. that was set to Beatles Let It Be. Yeah, yeah, and it yeah. was and it was like all of the things that Tony does over and over and over again oh. that make you 
Wait, who was that? Brad Weiss, did you say? Brad Weiss. I, okay, I'll I'm have to look almost, it up. Yeah. Because a and lot of people have used that tune for jingles. That's the thing. Yeah, and I think the one that makes me insane is when he talks about the commissioner of the NBA. And if there was a living, breathing commissioner <laughs> of the NBA, he would do something about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, that's, so that's, that's the one that drives you the most nuts. I think so. I think so. Uh, so yeah. when I lived in Alaska, my roommate asked me, what is it about this crazy person that you keep coming back to this show? And I think that the, the story that sums it up best was when I first started listening was right around when all of the Jerry Sandusky stuff was coming mm-hmm. out. And there was a there was a question with um, one of the assistant coaches who like saw him in the shower and wasn't sure what he saw and ended up leaving and whatever. And people in the media were just roasting him for leaving a child in danger. And the question came up on the show and Tony was like, I like to think that I would have gone in and interrupted and helped the kid, but I don't know. I don't know what I would have done. And I thought that that was the most unvarnished truth answer that anyone Mm. gave. And it just, it instilled in me such respect for his perspective that he can be that open and honest and be like, I don't know if I would have been the hero of that story. Yeah. Yeah. I I cut him a lot of stuff because that's a really good perspective to kind of have. Yeah. I mean, it's easy to just like blurt out, sure, I would have done this or I would have done that. But Right. You don't really know unless you are actually in in a situation. So right. that's actually really cool. Yeah. That he said that and you took that from what he said. That's yeah. Yeah. It's also comforting that other people aren't perfect. Right. Like right. Tony is so willing to admit his faults. Mm-hmm. It's really kind of nice to to be like, well, even this person that I absolutely idolize, he's willing to admit when he screws up. And yeah. and that Kind of a good perspective on life. Yeah, he's human too. Mm-hmm. I like to say he puts his pants on one leg at a time, just like the rest of us. <laughs> you know, even if they're orange and he only paid one cent for them. <laughs> exactly. Right. And does he does he do left and right or right then left? That used to be a big thing on the show. Remember oh, that? Yeah. That's a good question. Pant leg then shoe or pant leg <laughs> oh, shoe yeah. or pant leg pant. Remember that? That was crazy. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so which sock? you put on first yeah right right exactly. <laughs> yes. yeah so have you ever done a friday five no no i'm very limited with my facebook use oh I um, see. got you yeah but again you guys were talking about friday five with people the other day and and the question was if we stormed mr tony's place what would you what would you uh-huh. steal yeah. with and nobody on your show said the emmy how? Oh, wow. wow. Well, I don't want to go in his bathroom. I mean, come on, man. I'm not going in his bathroom. Why not? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I did not even think of that. You know, because I think I keep thinking they're on the set of PTI. I didn't think they'd be. Yeah, but he always talks about it. Yeah. Well, then that's a good the one. Emmy You're goes right. to you then. You're the only one that's claimed it. So. Well, and, and in my co-host's defense, I was the only one that answered that because I was the one that would know. And I think yeah. we had a, I think I stole Jeff Flowers, if I remember correctly. And I thought it was a good one. I think one. it was the Lily Hammer jacket. Oh, mm-hmm. wait, you're mm-hmm. right. Someone came up with the Lily Hammer jacket. No, no, the, no, no, no. That, I no, thought that no, was. Someone did. But now I remember. I said the Mets jacket, the 69 Mets jacket. Yes. Uh, that's yeah. what I said. Yeah. But then, so it must have been a different question where he was asking maybe something from the set of PTI, and he said the Canadian flag that he waves at the end of the show. Oh, for sure. If you if yeah. you were going to auction something off, I think. 
Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. that's what, yeah, I, and I know I wouldn't be able to, to get it because I know a ton of people that would probably try to do Oh, it. I would want the Canadian flag. <laughs> right, yeah. You wouldn't yeah. want the lamp from uh, from a Christmas oh, story with what? the leg? In the background, yeah. That's maybe. a good one, too. Maybe I would do that instead. Yeah, yeah you're right. That's, yeah. <laughs> well, this is very specific. Now, you know the set very well. Now, have you ever gone to PTI to see a taping? Mm-mm. No. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. Well, you no. don't really watch. That's right. You didn't. Yeah, you I don't really, really, I don't really watch right. PTI. So now this is going to be interesting because you had one of the elite jingle writers in your home. Have you ever done a jingle? I have not. I have not. But uh, Rob did let me help once so there was there was a weird story where tony remembered a tv show that never happened like my my stepmother the space alien or something Mm -hmm. and she like unzips her head and she's a bag of light and rob (laughs) wrote a jingle about that because of course that's insane and rob obviously needed to write something about that and so it's very like lounge singer-esque the way he does it but uh but i got to to help sing on it so jamie oh, and i are the oh yeah. that's great so cool. you are part of the jingle history of the tony kornheiser podcast that's great very small very small well, but you're still hey it's more not more than me i've written two actually i just posted one a few weeks ago because i found it in the archives i wrote it back in 2017 so i did put it on the jingle site okay and uh just to have some fun but you know i did one before now i'm i'm gonna guess you you're you know jen babish i'm guessing I do. Yeah. You do. Okay. So I wrote one. And it was purely for her. I, I kid you not. This is back when she was more active. Uh, I know she's been really busy lately, so she hasn't been as active in the Facebook groups. But it was when she just led the charge. She was like so vocal last year. And of course, it ended up not mattering. But she was very upset about them taking the bracket shows away mm-hmm. on the podcast. And so I wrote this jingle. I shouldn't say it was for her. It was inspired me, but I put her name in it. It was um, to We Will Rock You, and it was, but it was We Want Brackets. Yeah, no, it was cute. It's up on the site too. It was, it was my one attempt, but uh, obviously it never got played or anything because there was no tournament, so there was no brackets needed and whatnot. So, but yeah, so I've had my attempts, but you actually, and and that jingle got played on the air, right? It did. It yes, did. There you go. Uh, you know, so I- some coattails but it was it was well, that's okay that's okay that's great so, so one of the other I, I thought was a great question was if you could host a game show what would it be like a, an existing game show or any game show well i'll leave it, it up could to be, you yeah it doesn't have to be current or anything it could be an old one that's not on the air anymore yeah i feel like if there was if there was a version of jeopardy that was just like on the discovery channel or something that was just <laughs> science topics oh like, i could do that and barring making up my own show definitely cash cab oh yeah Ooh, where the guy yeah. just drives a cab yep. and then you get kicked out <laughs> if they don't get enough answers yeah right yeah right. yeah i'm going with that you know it's funny fun. that, that speaking of that show that was a lot of fun and i thought it was the dumbest thing i'd ever heard of and but it's just one of those where it comes on and you're like oh i'm gonna stick with this for a few minutes and then you yeah i don't know it's and then it's like two hours later because yeah right right you know you know what it reminds me it's gonna it's totally not related but it reminded me of the first time i'm flipping on espn wanting to watch like any sports it could have been it could even be golf yes i said it it could have been golf and all of a sudden there's these people playing poker and i'm like what the hell is this Mm -hmm. i'm like since one is playing cards a sport 
two hours later, I'm like, yeah. I'm there still. Like, it's so, it's crazy how I you would think like this is the dumbest thing. Why why are you watching this? And for some reason, it I don't know. Cash Cab reminded me of that. Like, I'm like, why am I still watching this? Mm-hmm. But uh, but there we were. We were. I just um, always thought it was impressive that he could ask people trivia questions and drive in New York traffic. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I have a feeling that show is probably filmed like at three in the morning or something. That's my guess. But I mean, yeah, we're in the right. city that never sleeps, so yeah, there true. were definitely people out there. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, so I'll, I've got to ask this one just because it's uh, becoming a big theme, and you've seen the Northern Lights, right, you said? Mm-hmm. All right, so i got to know, Uranus jokes, funny or never not funny? I would have thought that you would have asked me that because of my astronomy background. And well, there's I... that too, of course. That's where I was <laughs> going, but, you know, I figured I'd get there. No, I'm just <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to go. Never not funny. I yeah. do. I, I have a puerile sense of humor, and it just it just is. Uh, I don't know. It fits right in there. And we always love them. I know you don't watch PTI that much, but that's where Roxy enjoys them the most because it upsets people mm-hmm. on so much. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh my yeah. god! If you want to talk about things that Tony does that make me insane, Wilbon never being surprised makes me a hundred percent insane. That is, <laughs> that is like. It's no matter what they've predicted, and no matter this, no matter that, Wilbon is never surprised. I'm like, oh, okay, all right. Um, <laughs> you could not have seen everything coming. Right. Right. Thank you. Exactly. He's I wonder if that's the, true uh... or if that's just his act that he puts on for the show, and then after the show, he's like, he has a big reaction. He's like, Tone, I didn't see that coming at all. You know, like, <laughs> off air. Tampa right. Bay wins the Super Bowl 101 to, and he's like, no, no, no. That, that was totally going to happen. I right. right. It's Tom Brady. How can you bet against Tom Brady? Yeah. <laughs> how, how could you not see that coming? You know, it's like, yeah, okay. Anyway, okay. This could be an interesting one. Piggybacking off the Uranus question, though, uh, Star Wars or Star Trek? Oh, Star Wars. Oh, Whoa. good. Oh, good. <laughs> Hard Star Wars on that. <laughs> as long as we don't include the prequels as as Star right. Wars, because they are yes, terrible. Yes, yeah. that's um, true. Now, have you been watching the new series? What's that called? The Mandalorian. Mandalorian? I have been watching The Mandalorian. It's good, I right? don't. So I like The Mandalorian. I definitely watch it. I'm definitely going to keep watching it. Oh, but it okay. It like fan service. Mm-hmm. What if Yoda and Boba Fett just were friends and hung out, right, as, as the conception of the show? And then they built a show around that, which is great. But yeah. Okay, full disclosure, we, Roxy and I haven't seen it, so we don't know anything about it, but we hear good things about it. So we've been saying we're going to have to watch it. I think you should watch it. I think, yeah. I think you would. Although, I don't know now. You were pretty wishy-washy no, on that. You know what no, it is? So, it's so Star stupid. Wars. You have to watch everything, even the prequels. You had to watch them. Yeah, and there was like there was a part of you that, at least for me, where I was like, oh, I think I like this. Phantom Menace I loved, except for Jar Jar Binks. But there's, I think it's because you're there's such a loyalty to the franchise that even if it's not that great, you kind of still like it anyway. And I will say that while that is a limitation on like how it probably started, they do go interesting places with it. So I I think you would enjoy it. Okay. Yes. Suzanne, we can't tell you how much fun this has been. So thank you for all the stories. But as an homage to the show, we'll get you out of here on this. Mm -hmm. I have a question. Who has it worse in the winter, Chicago or D.C.? Well... (laughs) 
Now, do I get partial credit for doing my homework? Uh, yes. Or are you creeped yes, out because you... I stalked you? No. <laughs> I mean, allegedly, people in Chicago are so used to the weather that nothing is ever a big deal to them. I do have a little niece that lives in Chicago, and so I, I enjoy whenever she gets to go out in the snow. So I'm going to say Chicago gets more snow. They have they have a rougher time. Fair enough. Now, I feel like I need to explain that to the littles because I try to do some homework. We look at people's Twitter pages and stuff and followed each other on Twitter and stuff. And that was a big, one of your big threads, I guess they call them, right? I don't even know what they're called on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, was... Jamie lived in Chicago. And so she she likes to needle me about Chicago all the time. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I didn't deep dive that much, but I was like, I thought, oh, this will be a fun because we try to mix it up a little bit. Anyway, Suzanne, can't thank you enough. Is there some, what do you want to plug? Anything? Uh, how can we find you on Twitter and stuff? If people want to follow me on Twitter so that I can DM them questions, then I am at everything's terrible forever. <laughs> wait, 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 That's awesome. Wait, wait, one more time. <laughs> You're uh, at everything's terrible forever. Everything is terrible forever. And it's a four. Oh, nice. the number four. Love yeah. it. Oh, I gotcha. Gotcha. Oh, wow. That's great. All right. So follow Suzanne there. Once again, thank you so much for coming on. And please give those kitty cats some love from Roxy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks, Suzanne. All right. Loyal Littles, we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast. What a great, great interview. They always are. I mean, one of these days we should try to have a bad one just so we can come yeah. back and go, well, that was terrible. <laughs> Chuck, why don't we interview you someday? Chuck, you wanna, just... We want to keep listeners. <laughs> <laughs> we'll interview you and come back and be like, that was terrible. So anyway. Oh, God, awful. What a waste our... of <laughs> All right, you two, let's get to the news. All right, Loyal Littles, as promised, we knew we, we could tell on the Twitter pages and the Facebook pages you've been missing it. So, listeners, we have a Florida story for you. A Florida woman was arrested on a charge of grand theft after allegedly collecting 165000 in fraudulent shipping charge reimbursements from Amazon. Now, we've all heard of Amazon, right? I would think they would have their people on top of a story like this. Anyway, in the arrest affidavit filed by Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office, it is alleged that a woman used a loophole in Amazon shipping policy that made it appear she paid to return packages when she actually used old prepaid shipping labels from Amazon. The affidavit claims the woman received $3.99 each in shipping reimbursements on 42,000 returns, over 31 Amazon accounts she controlled. The scheme allegedly took place from March 2015 to August 2020, and it was finally detected by Amazon Systems. Who are these people? (laughs) How does this, like, get, how do they get away with that? 42,000 returns. All right, even if it's over, it says 31 Amazon different accounts. I mean, isn't that a red flag? Yeah, Gotta right? be. But also, like, who are these people like this woman that they think of this shit? Yeah, like, conceive of I, that. Am uh, I the weird one? Because I don't think of these things. I'm so confused. Know. I'm so confused. I mean, the cooks are always ahead of the cops, man. That's, just <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I guess. Oh, I don't man. know. Uh, and now, now let's turn to uh, a little bit of more serious. Sadly, we lost another 
gosh, another person, Vincent Jackson, NFL wide receiver, Vincent Jackson found dead in Florida at age 38. I mean, crazy young. I mean, the sheriff's office said Monday it was investigating the death of the former NFL wide receiver. The 38 year old Jackson was found dead at approximately 1130 on Monday at, at the Homewood Suites in Brandon, Florida. Police said there was no apparent signs of trauma. The county medical examiner's office will determine the cause of death. Wow. Uh, according to the hotel staff, Jackson, who was a South Tampa resident, checked into the hotel on January 11th and had been staying in the room since then. Family reported him missing on Wednesday, and a formal report was filed Thursday, but police located Jackson at the Homewood Suites on Friday. The missing person's case was obviously canceled after uh, oh. Jackson's well-being was confirmed, and then apparently he died on uh, Monday. Oh, yeah. that doesn't sound good. No. Yeah, he, no. he played his first seven seasons with the Chargers. Uh, they selected him uh, in the first, second round in the 2005 draft. He's tied for eighth in franchise history for uh, touchdown receptions. He actually last played in the NFL in 2018 with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, that's you. You said you remember him from there, right, Chuck? Uh, no, I, I remember him from the, the Chargers as oh, the well. the Chargers. Oh, okay. Because that was a Chiefs division, so I do remember right. him. But I just remember him, yeah. Going to, uh, uh, he got, I think he went to Tampa Bay because he probably got a decent contract. I can't remember. Yeah, he played his last five seasons there. So, mm-hmm. and he's okay. actually so, yeah. ranked fourth so. in the franchise history there with 4,326 receiving yards. Yeah, he's and, a beast. Uh, tenth with 268 receptions. So, great and receiver. He, and he was uh, selected in three Pro Bowls over 12 career seasons. Wow, sad. Uh, another one gone too soon. So, and then uh, let's uh, let's end with a more of an uplifting, but yet another just crazy story. A pair of identical twins in central Brazil are in quote double trouble after a judge ordered them both to pay child support for a single baby. Now, should I let that sink in for a second? You want to think about how that's even possible? Well, so one of them did something. Clearly, <laughs> well, I would hope so. One of the twins. <laughs> Groundbreaking detective work from Roxy on that. Um, Thank you. (laughs) One of the twins had a casual fling with a woman who later gave birth to a baby girl. The woman isn't certain which twin is the dad. So that right there is a little like, okay. I mean, look, I get identical twins are very, very difficult to differentiate between. (laughs) However, like you said, this apparently was a very casual thing, so maybe she didn't know either of them very well. But maybe. even identical twins <laughs> have d- their differences, and right. you eventually, the more you spend time with them, the more you can figure out okay, which one's which. So maybe they didn't have that time. I think they pulled the switcheroo, and so like a parent one, trap. Yes, like they only the other way around. They were both getting their you know, they're in. <laughs> uh, well, apparently I need to watch The Parent Trap because I don't know what you're all talking about. The judge what? ordered... You haven't seen The Parent Trap? I don't think I have. The judge ordered the brothers, identified only as Fabricio and Fernando, to take DNA tests. Both tests came back positive, according to the New York Times, and neither man would fess up to being the father, likely hoping to avoid paying up. The judge then said the two men were taking away the child's right to know her real dad. He ordered each twin to fork over $60 a month or 30% of Brazilian minimum wage towards child support. The judge also called out the deadbeat dad in his court ruling, accusing him of acting in, quote, bad faith and stating such vile behavior cannot be tolerated by the law. The judge ruled that the names of both men will appear on the girl's birth certificate. Oh, interesting. So is that what Parent Trap's about? I don't know. I guess I'll have to watch that. No, you have to Parent watch Trap's it. Like, I'm not geez. going to spoil it. Well, I'll make sure you have to watch the original with Haley Mills 
And wow. then I'll make you watch the remake with Lindsay Lohan. I feel Both like very I've seen good. parts of it. I feel like, especially that oh, Lindsay Lohan so one. Oh, it's so like cute. It's so cute. Yeah, it's cute. So. It's nothing like this. <laughs> this is a mess. This sounds <laughs> like it could be mess. made into a movie, though. Or at least yeah, an right? episode God. of, like, Law & Order episodes or something. I don't know. Yeah. All right, Loyal Littles. That's all we got for you this week. Thanks for listening, as always. Roxy, tell them how they can get in touch with us. Email us at wtfcpodnet at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at Loyal Littles Pod or on our Facebook page, The Loyal Littles Podcast. And don't forget, if you listen to us on Apple and iTunes and all that stuff, please, 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 it's still rate and review. We really appreciate it. By the way, if you do give us a review, we wanted to point this out. Uh, some of you were so gracious enough to give us a review and a comment, and some of the comments were questions. We just want to make sure you know that we can't reply to those. So if you have any questions for us, make sure you reach out to our Facebook page or our Twitter page or somewhere like that where we can actually see them and reply to them. Because if you do it when you give us a comment on iTunes and Apple, unfortunately, we can't comment back to you on that. But we appreciate all those rates and reviews over there. And yeah, that's all we got. Thank you for listening, all you loyal listeners. And remember, if you're out shopping online tonight, use the code. code. That's like the dream, is to have Robert Berg and Jamie in your basement. Is it your hair as it glitters in the sunlight? Perhaps your smile when you smell that rose. Where you walk as you move up to kiss me That sends the vibrations to my toes Nobody knows Nobody knows What makes you love someone mm-hmm. What makes you love someone Is it your humor or your pretty face? Your heartfelt words as you say the grace? Is it the way you look at the children? Your loving eyes as you touch their face? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. What makes you love someone? Mm-hmm. What makes you love someone? Love isn't new Love isn't old Love isn't made to be free Love isn't bold Love isn't cold Love isn't easy to see Arms spread wide 
for your embrace Your baby's love at its birthplace Is it love? Is it meant to be? It must be more than chemistry Nobody knows God only knows What makes you love so podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. Oh, yeah.